Hello and welcome to ADHD Fest, the podcast all about adult ADHD with a little bit of law of attraction and maybe a bit of self-development thrown in there too. I am your host, Tara Pratt. How are we all this week? I apologize if you can hear in my voice, I have had the worst, most stinking cold this week. I've been in bed for like two days solid. Luckily, Theo is in a last minute summer camp this week. He's decided he's going to go a bit showbiz and he's doing a stagecoach um, Matilda workshop for the week. And I was thinking I was going to get so much done, but now I've been ill and in bed and dying. Just about feeling okay today, so I'm getting this podcast out to you. I hope you've had a better week than me. I hope you're enjoying this very wet, horrible summer that we're having. Um, This week's podcast I'm really excited about. It's hopefully going to be super helpful for you, but also I really want to hear from you and I hope it's going to be helpful for me. It's all about how I automate my life to make my ADHD life simpler, better, easier all the strategies that I use. And I actually didn't realize how many I do use, like how much I utilize technology. Um, So I'm going to share mine with you today. And I'm hoping in return, you're going to come over and share yours with me either on Instagram, where I'm at ADHD Fest, or over on the Facebook group, which is ADHD Fest, the group, find your fire, find your flow. But before I get into that, I wanted to speak to you about something very exciting indeed. I am so excited for this. I can't even tell you. And it's been so frustrating that I've been ill this week because it's a bit delayed. But keep your eyes peeled. I did, if you're not over on Instagram, you won't have seen it. But if you are, you'll have seen like the few polls and quizzes I've been putting up over there, finding out what you would be interested in body doubling content wise. If you don't know what body doubling is, in a nutshell, it's where you do a task alongside someone else. They don't even have to be doing the same task, but basically us ADHD is it stimulates our brain enough to actually manage to get a task done from start to finish. I listen to um, a cleaning podcast that does like a clean with me. And honestly, it's amazing how much more I get done in that time. I don't know how it works. Um, But basically, I just thought we could use that concept together to do like live body doubling sessions, not only to clean and tidy and get organized, but to do things like meal prep, to exercise together, all those things that we struggle with that we find it hard to find the executive function in. I just thought that would be a really cool idea for us to do together. And so I have been working on it. Keep your eyes peeled. It is going to be a subscription option. So this podcast will always be free. It's still going to be here for you every Friday. But if you just are enjoying this podcast already and you want to hear a little bit more and you would like to get something done and you would like to utilize this body doubling podcast, then keep your eyes peeled for the upgrade. It's going to be available on Apple Podcasts. So it should just come up when you listen to this podcast. It'll tell you. It's not out yet, so don't panic if you're listening to this and you don't see it. But by next week's podcast, it should definitely be there. And you can just choose the little upgrade. Um, It's $5.99 a month. And for that, you're going to get extra body doubling podcasts each week. And we can pick the topics between us, but I'm just going to start out doing what I think. um, Because obviously, as people join, they'll be new and then you can send me ideas. Um, But I'm very excited for that. So it will be on Apple Podcasts. If you don't have Apple Podcasts, don't panic. I'm also going to do it through Patreon. I can't work out technically how to do it on Spotify and the other platforms. So I thought it's just easier to do it on Patreon. 
and then um, I think you get a little RSS feed so you can paste that into whatever app you're using. I know I used to use it on Google Podcasts. You just type in the code and then it means they pop up on whatever platform you use. Otherwise, you can just go straight to the Patreon app and listen to them there. So I won't talk about that anymore now. Might touch on it again at the end, but I just wanted to put that out there now to make sure that you are one of the first people. You can always sign up to the newsletter because they're the people that are going to find out first. I'm going to send out the links on the newsletter first and foremost. Anyway, let's get into this week's pod. So what does it mean to automate our ADHD life? ADHD, the traditional way, has been a tough old slog. Before I knew I was diagnosed, I tried lists, I tried just remembering things, I tried a diary, nothing worked for me. I did a podcast a couple of weeks ago about giving ourselves permission to make things easier and technology and the way it's advancing, I just think is the perfect thing to make our ADHD lives easier and wherever we can take a shortcut, I think we should take it. Don't feel guilty about it. Realise you have ADHD, you need the accommodations. And if the help is there, why wouldn't we take it? Why wouldn't we make things idiot-proof for ourselves? Because some days we have all the energy and we can do things without any help whatsoever. But for those days where we do need the help, let's take the responsibility off of our shoulders and automate it so that happens automatically. I'm going to start with some of the more obvious ones and then I'm going to go into some things that I use that you might not have heard about before or might not be using. So first of all, Google Calendar. Now, this is a bit of a love hate for me because I completely forget to put things into my Google Calendar. But wherever I can remember, if I'm on the phone with someone or I'm making an arrangement with someone, I put it into my Google Calendar there and then. But what is good about Google Calendar when you don't remember, if someone emails you something, it's going to go in automatically, especially if you're on Gmail. On Google Calendar and on iPhone Calendar or Apple Calendar, whatever it is, There's the option to put the location in as well. So you can put the location of wherever you're meeting someone or something's happening and it will calculate for you the time it takes to get there. So this also helps with time blindness. So say I've got a meeting at two o'clock and I put it into my calendar and I put the location is, I don't know, 20 minutes away. Um, I put the address in, it will give me a reminder to leave like 20 minutes before. This is genius. Another one that I know lots of people are familiar with, but I want to take it to the next level, is an Alexa. And I'm saying that quite quietly so she doesn't listen to me. But basically, I have an Alexa in nearly every room in the house. I don't have them in the bathroom, although sometimes I wish I did, because when I'm in the shower, my mind works ten to the dozen, and I could definitely come up with some ideas in there. But why I have one in pretty much every room, I bought them all in like the Prime Day sale or the Black Friday sale. I make sure they're in every room. So if there's something in my head, a thought that I'm like, oh, completely forgot I need to do this thing. And it's a moment where I've lost my phone or I haven't got a pen and paper. In the old days, I used to think to myself, right, okay, remember that. When you go upstairs, write it down. And then of course, I would not remember. I wouldn't write it down. So having Alexa in every room means that I can just shout out to her and be like, Alexa, make a note and remind me in half an hour to do this job or write it down or put it in my calendar it just cuts out you don't need to use your memory even from room to room and I know that sounds ridiculous or maybe it doesn't sound ridiculous to you but for me for a long time I resisted doing that because I was like no 
I don't need one in the kitchen and the living room. Like I can remember a job between those two rooms. But then slowly but surely I realized, no, I can't. I tell myself that over and over. But the truth is I always forget from one room to the next. So I have Alexa in pretty much every room. I use her for my shopping list. I use her for my calendar. I use her for playing music or listening to an audio book. Alexa is my best friend. And a close second is Siri. Now, Siri only works on Apple products. So if you don't have any Apple products, you can skip ahead a couple of minutes. I resisted um, Apple products for ages. I've always been an Android girl, never an iPhone. And I got my car a couple of years ago, just before the pandemic, which wasn't great timing because it sat on the drive for a year. But my car already had, is it Apple Play? Yeah, it's got Apple Play in it. So it's automatically got an app on the dashboard that syncs up to Apple products or an Apple phone. And of course, I had an Android, which made it very frustrating, very annoying. Um, And then as a present one year, very extravagant present, Pete got me a Mac a MacBook. Basically, he was sick of me struggling with like rubbish technology year on year. I've always been, for at least the last 10, probably 15 years, I've always been some kind of content creator. I've always had to use technology and it's also always been way below par. <laughs> so he got completely sick of me having a fight with the laptop every five minutes and he bought me a very nice MacBook, which I'm still using today. But again, it syncs up with an iPhone, which I did not have. So in the end, I got talked into getting an iPhone. On my next upgrade, I went from the Android to iPhone and it was pretty scary. But one big major plus was Siri. So Siri is now across every device. It's pretty much like Alexa, but for iPhone. And it's a bit better quality. I think it's more AI. Don't quote me on that because I've got no idea. But basically now Siri runs my life. So if I'm in the car, I can still make a note like I would on Alexa. But not only can I make that note, but it syncs to my calendars in my phone on my MacBook. I can also call whoever I want. I can get them to type out messages. So if I'm driving and I realize, oh, damn, I meant to text that person and I couldn't. Siri will just do it for me. All I have to say is Siri, send a message to such and such. And they say, "Okay, what do you want to say? And I just say it. It's amazing. I love how technology can help us, particularly when you're forgetful. It's so great. So yeah, Alexa and Siri, my big bad bezies. Love them. Next might seem like an obvious one, but I just want to mention it anyway. And that is an Apple wallet or a Google wallet. I basically have every single card in my wallet. It used to be my Google one, but now it's my Apple one. But I also have my gym membership card on there. I also have a Tesco club card app. I have everything on my phone because nine times out of 10, I'm going to forget my purse. And if I don't forget my purse, then I forget my phone. But either way, I'm covered because I've got the physical cards in my purse and I've got the digital cards on my phone. And it just makes life so much easier wherever you go. I love it. One thing I'm just going to sideline for a minute because I don't do this, but I'm going to ask you a question. These tags that you can get, are they air tags or NFC tags? I don't know. Someone Can someone please explain those to me? Because they seem like they would be perfect for ADHD. It's like you stick them on things and you can scan them and they tell you what to do. Like you can add notes to whatever that tag is. Or I think I'm getting mixed up. I think that air tags are like Bluetooth devices that you can attach to like your keys. So if you lose your keys, all you've got to do is 
look on your phone for that device and it tells you exactly where it is. The problem then comes when you lose your phone. Anyway, sorry, got a bit sidetracked there. Next thing, Amazon Prime deliveries. Now, I don't mean Amazon Prime as in, I don't know, you buy a book or something and get it delivered. I mean Prime now. So if you haven't heard of this, it's basically like a Tesco delivery or a Sainsbury's delivery, but it's by Amazon and they do it in two hour slots. So for example, I completely didn't realize we've run out of bread and milk <laughs> until this morning and I ha- had a very busy morning, so I didn't have time to go to the shops. All I've got to do is go into my Amazon app, go into Amazon Fresh and I ordered a shop, bread, milk, extra bits and I think I ordered that at 8am and by 12, it's here, it's here in my house. You can order, if you don't have alcohol in it or like knives or whatever, they'll literally drop it in your doorstep so you don't even have to be in. It's just the quickest delivery service that I know of. And the cheapest because I think some other people do it but they charge you an arm and a leg for the delivery. With Amazon Fresh, if you order over £40, it used to be free but I think now it's £2 delivery. And the only thing you have to watch on that is they. mine has two options. It depends on what's local to you. But on mine, the two options are Amazon Fresh, which is like Amazon's own food, plus a few other brands. Or there's the Morrison's option. Now, Amazon Fresh is very reasonable price-wise. There's always discounts. It's fine. But the Morrison's, whenever I shop from Morrison's, I find that they price it higher than they price it in the shop, which I think is a bit naughty. I think they should just up the delivery charge if that's what they want to do. But to charge more for an actual product than it is in the shop, I think is a little bit sneaky. So I don't tend to order from the Morrison's side. But it's just a really quick way. And what I love, I don't shop anywhere else now. I, I haven't set foot in a supermarket since like the pandemic. What I find really useful about it is I tend to buy the same things week on week. Every now and again, I'll branch out. But generally, for the kids like eating the same things, I know the staples that I need. And we also have HelloFresh delivered, so it's not like I'm buying different dinners every week. What I like about it is it automatically has a buy again list. So what I've bought the year before, it already lists it and you can just press add to basket, add to basket and it puts it in straight away. And it takes away that temptation to impulse buy. It takes away the temptation of walking down an aisle and seeing an offer and being like, ooh, maybe we'll try this this week. I just get the exact same things. It takes two minutes to do in the app and then it's delivered like within four hours if you want it to be delivered then. So yes, Amazon Prime now. You do have to be a Prime member to use it, but to be honest, I feel like the yearly Prime fee covers so many great things. It covers Prime TV, it covers your deliveries from Amazon if it's Prime, and it also covers this grocery thing as well. And you could do the same with other supermarkets, don't get me wrong, but I just find their delivery services get booked up really quick, and you say you've forgotten to get something and you need it now. It's not as immediate as Amazon Prime fresh. Another one I spoke about last week but I feel like I didn't really go into detail about it enough and that is a new AI artificial intelligence app that I've seen and honestly it's changing my life day by day. I'm finding more uses for it. It's called Goblin Tools. That's G-O-B-L-I-N Goblin Tools and it's free to use on browser or you can It was 99p for me on the Apple store. This is the number one product that I've seen for such a low price for help with executive functioning problems. So 
prioritizing tasks, breaking down tasks into manageable bites, it's perfect. So I can put in something like declutter bedroom and then you press the little magic one button and it breaks that down into 10 jobs that you can do in order and it just helps massively get stuff done. It also, that's the magic to-do list and then it also has a chef option and that's where you put in any ingredients that you have in your cupboards or your fridge and then you press the button that says suggest and it automatically suggests recipes that you can make with those things and if you don't like that recipe you just press suggest again and it comes up with something else it's amazing I'm just going to use it in real time so that you can understand so uh, it's got here a formalizer that's what it is first it's got magic to do then it's got the formalizer so I'm just going to type into the box sorry I'm going to be late for work and then it says I can make my text more professional, more formal, more informal, more sociable, more to the point, less emotional, more passionate, more sarcastic, bullet points, a single word. And that's the thesaurus mode. So I'm just going to choose here to make it more professional. So and then I just press convert. And it's thinking and it says I apologize for the inconvenience but I'm going to arrive late for work. Okay, then we're gonna try and make it more formal, see what it says there. It says, I apologize for the delay, but I regret to inform you that I will be arriving late for work. You can see more passionate. I wonder what it would do if we make it more passionate. Okay, it's having a real think about that. I'm not sure it can make that sentence more passionate. Oh, it has, it's given me a whole paragraph here. I deeply apologize for any inconvenience caused, but with a heavy heart, I must inform you that I will be unavoidably tardy for work today. The impact of these words may be felt strongly and I implore you to understand the profound remorse and disappointment I experience in relaying this message. And it goes on and on and on, I have to say. <laughs> so it really is great. This turns, sorry, I'm going to be late for work into nearly a page full of words. Then it has a judge. So it says, am I misreading the tone of this? So you write in your text or a text from someone else and then you press the word judge and it tells you how that text comes across. Like what is the tone of that text? Then it has the estimator. This is where you put in an activity and I feel like this one doesn't really work for me. So let's say clean the bathroom. Clean the bathroom is the activity then uh, how hard is it for you to focus on the activity? So it gives you an option to choose your focus. So I'm going to say three, three out of five, and then estimate how long it's going to take. It says 30 minutes to an hour. That's probably about right for me. Um, so yeah, that just estimates time, which obviously helps with time blindness. Then the compiler, now this one I don't really use either, I haven't worked out fully how to do it, but it says enter a brain dump and it will compile it into a list of tasks and then you can send it over to the magic to do. And then the last one I spoke about before is the chef. So it says write what ingredients you have here, also write down dietary constraints, serving sizes, equipment, time or anything else you want the chef to take into account. And then it suggests recipes for you, so how cool is that? Honestly. Goblin Tools is just the most amazing. It's like it's been made for neurodivergent people. In fact, it probably was. Um, so definitely get that if you need it. And then we get on to a few things that are less automated. So like they're not automatic. You do have to do them. But they have made my life 
um, more streamlined and they're to do with technology. So I thought they were worth including in this podcast because obviously I wouldn't do just a podcast just for these. But number one is a secret tip that I use that maybe only works specifically for me, but I'll share it with you. Basically, if I write notes in my phone or I write a list somewhere, I either lose the list or I never bother to look in my notes. I don't know why, but it just doesn't enter my head that information would be in my notes, even though I've spent time doing it. So the way I've worked around this is I have made specific WhatsApp groups with my husband. So I've got one that's called Kid Admin. I've got one called Home Admin. I've got one called Self Development. He's probably sick of it, but he doesn't look in them. He can look in them if he wants to, but he doesn't bother. He can't be bothered. But then, so I just, when I make a note, instead of putting it into my notes, I send it to those groups. So it kind of categorizes them automatically. So if something's going on with the house that I've got to remember or an idea comes up, I can take a screenshot and send it to that home admin group straight away. If the kids, this works particularly well for kids parties because I get so many WhatsApp invitations, you know, like the digital invitations we get now. So instead of trying to like move that out of WhatsApp and put it into my notes or commit it to memory or a calendar, I just simply forward that onto the WhatsApp group called Kid Admin with Peter and it works so well for me. Definitely give that a try. And last but not least are subliminals. So we're moving more into the woo-woo self-development side of things now. But subliminals actually, I feel like they've changed my life. So even just being ill this week, I got a health subliminal and I just played it in the background. A lot of times it's just really relaxing music. Sometimes I play them when I'm showering. Sometimes I play them just when I'm chilling out, having a little lie down or whatever. I play them as I'm going to sleep. I play them in the morning when I wake up and they do just set the tone. They set your mood, especially if you struggle a lot with visualizing, if you struggle with manifesting, with getting yourself to remember to do things. It's just automatically I've got a playlist in my iTunes called subliminals and I can just play them whenever and it really just feels like a bit of a hack to be able to play them and feel like I'm manifesting something and somehow it does trick my mind into visualizing the thing that I'm trying to manifest. So say I've been using the good health one this week while I've been listening to it, it reminds my brain to think about getting healthy, to think of ways to help myself drink more water or visualize myself feeling better. Does that make sense? So whether you believe in subliminals and how they work or not, it's a really good reminder to your brain. And because it's always the same music for the same one, it automatically sends me the like conditioning or something to think, okay, we're thinking about health now. So yeah, subliminals, that's my other tip. As I said before, I would love to hear any of your tips I'm sure you've got a billion more and something different works for everyone guys. So don't feel like, oh, mine's silly and I don't want to share it. And it's only useful for me because at so many times I've been so grateful for people for giving me ideas and I'm like, oh, I'll give that a try. And then it really works. So please do share your ideas on the Facebook group would be the best place for other people to see it. So that's ADHD Fest, the group, find your fire, find your flow. Thank you for bearing with me this week, guys. I don't know how my voice sounds. I'm going dizzy trying to talk and I'm really breathless. So I'm going to try and cut out the deep breaths as much as possible. <laughs> don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, review, whatever you can to boost this podcast up the ratings. Don't forget to keep your eye out for that new subscription body doubling podcast. 
And don't forget to sign up for the newsletter down below. I hope you all have a fantastic week and I will see you next week. Bye.